Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Professional Insight Podcast, uh, sponsored by Brand Boulevard. Thank you very much. And Carpet Emporium, who's I love how we're forcing Carlo into... Yeah, no, he just did. He just yeah, did. Hundred percent. Uh, He's doing Carlo, our floors at all our yeah, houses now. Yeah, yeah that's basically. Got that's it. What the requirement is. That's, and free. Yeah, free. We're uh, stepping installers. up. Sponsorships are lining up. That's so. uh, absolutely right. <laughs> you want to sponsor? We'll we'll interview. Um, interview so for sponsorships. We'll interview. Yeah. We're that popular now. We're going to interview we're, for sponsorships. Yeah. Uh, who's kidding? We're actually, we'll take anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we were happy with water bottles from Carpet and Pour. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so, That's the uh, marriage tagline, eh? We'll take anything. We'll take anything. <laughs> uh, my, my name's Brandon Curry. Josh Bond. Jeff Collins. And Trevor Lindy. We, uh, just, a, a, like, just a little bit of warning. We, we might have a... A little bit of swear words, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think so. I don't think no, so. no, no. We're keeping it clean. Come on. Yeah. Uh, we've got yes. uh, two great. This that's uh, how you step it up. Eh? Well, hey, I we like got, the swear words. We got uh, we got two great uh, people. Uh, great swear words. Ralph is Groot Jeff going to talk over you the whole Patrick? time? Yes. Yeah, he does the entire time. <laughs> Patrick Light Gagliardi from uh, Ralph and Pat are corkscrewed on Bell Five TV. That is you guys correct. are on the television. We're on TV all over the country. TVs. TVs, so Bell plural. Five. Yeah. Um, so okay, I I went to your season one premiere. Um, uh, Ralph, you remember signing my chest? I was so excited. I, I have was. not watched that spot at all. I was surprised you were there. I I mean yeah. I was quite happy to be there. Mm-hmm. I because actually it snuck was in. at Brock University, and it's it required a little. <laughs> effort to get up the hill and I'm surprised that you were there. Had to get past security <laughs> because that one time. Yeah. Um, but thanks very much for coming, guys. Uh, so basically, uh, the concept of the show for people that are listening, um, they, these two funny individuals go around to different wineries and now distilleries and breweries. Do you guys know? No, no distilleries? Well, we, we, uh, like to have meetings at distilleries and breweries. Okay. So, uh, so that's we prep, do a though, little right? bit, yeah. And but we are, we are wine centric. And so. basically you're learning about the whole process of wine, but in a very funny way because... You you guys make it funny, but you're also coming by it authentically. It's you yeah. literally don't know anything about wine. If you if, you, if we, uh, I'll give you the the I mean, quick you history. Yeah. yeah, Cole's so, notes. Cole's notes. Cole's notes. Do you remember Cole's notes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's how I got the university. Those what do you mean? Uh, read this book. They were ultimately yeah replaced by the. Is that how you passed the bar? Absolutely. Okay, good. Just checking. And I'm not lying. You actually had can notes. They call them. Can notes, yeah. Wow. Now we just have Google. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we work outside of Niagara a lot, or we did. Um, and when people found out that we lived in Niagara, a lot of people said the same thing. Oh, Niagara, that's beautiful. It's wine country. What's the best wine? What should we drink? And the answer was we didn't know. And the reality is they were asking the question because they didn't know. Right. And so... We we had a meeting with Bell for something else, and uh, in that meeting we kind of pitched the idea that uh, wouldn't it be cool to have a wine show um, that wasn't really stale and boring and coming at you from you know someone who has a ten out of ten understanding of wine? It's someone who you can relate to. Layman wine term. Yeah, we didn't know what a baco was. We didn't know what a pinot was. We knew that red wine was darker in color than white wine and that was pretty much where we were at now i think a lot of people you came onto the scene like uh, in, in the past year because you're now recording season two yes and but it i think it was just it was not overnight how like between the meeting with bell initially mm-hmm. when you pitched the idea and they probably foo-fooed the idea or they probably went well, okay or, so to now 
that do you want to answer that sure well we pitched originally in 2014 2014 so then four years between the pitch and the season one yeah so and then the not the that, bell five meeting was november of 2017. 2017 the reason being wasn't the content of the pitch it was the way things were programmed in 2014 were were uh formatted for a broadcast schedule right and so they would have had to find a, a spot a slot that was you know and between 14 and 17 everything changed everybody cut the cord yep um, i don't have the cord yet everything's and wireless now yeah, yeah. yeah. lawnmowers Weed whackers. Yeah. Weed whacker. You can a weed whacker. That's right. You can. I don't know how we got the weed whacker, but uh, <laughs> so they were programming uh, for streaming platforms, and so now they needed content. So they're trying to compete with uh, with the Netflix uh, of the world, the Amazons of the world, and so Bell, uh, who's you know the largest media company in Canada is saying okay people are cutting the cord we have to replace we have to keep these subscribers with content so we need content and so they came to us and said are you still interested in doing that show and we said yes we That's said yes yeah, and the rest is history it's been easy and we're yeah. basically yeah every day we just wake up drink wine get our <laughs> hair styled and then go back to sleep it's almost too easy it's too easy it's like we need something else yeah. golf or yeah, maybe the, we'll uh, golf. now i mean that sounds very similar to why we started our podcast here because of just drink wine. Uh-huh. Not well, we love to drink wine. That'd be great. We didn't know anything. No, we're just talking about yeah, yeah. But a lot of people again. It's I, I really like the way you guys approach a very complicated topic because I've been I was in uh, wine and spirits for fifteen years. Oh, we saw you on the news. <laughs> yes. And, uh, thank you. Thank you. Ronald. Thank you. And so uh, so basically, it's hashtag vodka. It's, uh, <laughs> hashtag vodka. Um, so basically, it's amazing on how confused people are when it comes to very complicated topics is something as simple as wine yeah and then people i find that there's that they like to come at you at a very high level to make and make well, them feel better about themselves i and don't smart. it's and not always that i think it's if and you guys would know because you're both in in very specific uh, disciplines um and so josh for example you would have a a very good understanding of commercial law or whatever your specialty yep. is. And so when you come at me and try and explain a concept that I'm having trouble with, you're coming at it with a 10 out of 10 understanding. I'm coming at it with a 2 out of 10 understanding. And if you dumb it down to a 5 out of 10, which is like you're taking 50% off, yep. you're still three points over my head. Yeah. Which is probably why you're not my lawyer. <laughs> should probably work yeah, on that, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I don't think I can it's... get it down yeah. to maybe three and a half. Well, no, and that's, a, it's, the best I can that's do. a tough thing to do. And it is, it's a skill set. And, and I'm not saying that we're dumbing it down. I'm saying we never had it in the first place. But truth be told, yeah. when I'm explaining my documents out to any of my clients, yeah. it's in, they're explained in English. They're yeah. not going to understand if I start reading, yeah, da, 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 da. Yeah. I get it. Right? Yeah, you have to. But and sometimes you forget how much you actually know. Right. So, so if yeah. you went in there at a 2 out of 10 knowledge of wine, where are you now after a season? Unfortunately, we're probably yeah. both at a 10 now, yeah. Nothing <laughs> we don't know. No, we're, I don't know. Four? We're a 4? We're a 4? 4.2, maybe. Let's not exaggerate. It's but. incredible how much we learned uh, the first year. I could imagine. And we, I mean, we go out of our way, this is going to sound funny, uh, we go out of our way not to learn stuff in pre-production so that that information, it's genuinely revealed uh, while we're taping. 
And so we shoot with four cameras, and the dialogue that you see is unrehearsed, it's unscripted, it's just well, genuine. I've, I've never watched it before, I want to watch one episode that would turn me on to the show. What's your favorite episode that you've done so far? I like episode three at Featherstone. It's, yeah. uh, it's Actually, a smaller, smaller winery. It's a, a farm-centered winery. Mm -hmm. They live right on the farm that they, they go outside, and the vineyards is all around. And they've got a pizza oven. They've got a cool bird of prey falcon that... Yeah. Pizza oven, first <laughs> off. <laughs> Once I get that out of the wine, yeah. the vineyard, they have a pizza oven, guys. It's a cool feature. Uh, the bird of prey, Falcon, kind of chases the other birds away that eat the grapes. They just have they have lambs, a bunch of cool little things it's that make really it. a really cool couple. But, you know, experience. it's hard to say. It's like saying, what's your favorite kid? Now, I know. Well, you don't have don't one. Don't ask my mom. I definitely have one. Me. I'm just not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I like Featherstone, too. I really like Henry Pelham because yeah. I, I like the Speck Brothers. Yeah. They're really cool. Um, and then you go to something like Southbrook, which is there's a lot of information there in an organic yeah, yeah, uh, vineyard. And so it's easy. There's a lot of information there and a little less funny, but it's a great episode. Sure. And so it's a little bit like, what's your favorite lunch? You know, so are depends. you learning something different every episode? Oh, yeah. yeah. These yeah. people ooze information. It's either historical, ecologic, economic, yeah. ge geographic of the a proximity. Of uh, a lot of icks. A lot of science. <laughs> a lot of icks. So I'm dying. What do you pair with pizza? Uh, a well, nice Riesling, yeah. yeah nice yeah. Riesling went with the cheese, as you said, to keep it fresh and yeah. play with the acidity. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were to, what was a... Okay, I understand you went at it with a 2 out of 10, right, mm -hmm. when you first did it. Or a 1 out of 10. Or yeah. a 1 out of 10. But, and that's the majority of, of, of customers, and, and um, that's totally fine. Um, but what was that one big thing that you turned around and you went, oh, my God, I had no idea. Like, what was a really <laughs> shocker? Like, there's, there's learning and going, oh, I didn't know. And then you just got blindsided by something. I think the one of the common themes was, that Niagara is not good for Niagara or Ontario or Canada. Niagara is competitive across the world. Mm -hmm. And it's some of the features that they described, uh, again, geologically, uh, are so unique that we can compete with France and California and Italy just because this, what is happening here with the lake and the escarpment and the soils that we have are so unique that we can have these, these world-class wines. Right. And not different just one flavors. person said that. All the wineries said that in a different perspective whether on the bench or Niagara in the lake or yeah that's I mean we learned a lot about <laughs> specific varietals and things like that but that was the epiphany holy bleep s-h-i-t yeah <gasps> uh, <laughs> Go ahead, say it. I gotta bleep that yeah. out and uh, holy shit we have good wine here yeah, and did you know that three out of four bottles of red wine consumed in Niagara are imported yes I really I it's uh, and to me I didn't care before, um, and now I care a lot because it's a shame. We really, a, a lot of people, you know, come up and ask us, you know, about the show, and oh, that's cool. I'm kind of a California guy, though. I like the French stuff, or if you're Pat, Italian. But they say that, and to me, it doesn't. It's like I, I don't know what they're saying because you can get wine if you like Californian, so you like grape juice, cool. You know, you like really yeah. sweet, juicy, you know, they get lots of sun. You can get that here, easy. But what, when I hear that, I just hear them saying, 
I haven't done my research. So I, there's a California wine that I once had at a wedding, and so that's what I buy all the time. Well, you know what it is? It, it basically, <laughs> so I, my uncle's a third generation grape grower. Mm -hmm. So it's been in my family for, for quite quite some time. And uh, he has a contract with uh, K-Spring, the Penichetti family. Mm -hmm. So basically that all the Riesling uh, and even the ice wine uh, Riesling comes from his his vineyard and um, it is there's that high level of ignorance um, a lot of it has to do with um, we touched on it with um, reveal magazine as well um, the one thing is the marketing that's the biggest piece one so first first let's talk about taxes oh. so that's the big thing the, the like 50% of wineries in Niagara are underwater right now because of the taxes they have to pay domestically whereas if you i lived in australia for three years so i imported wine and did vintage down in uh down in the barossa valley in mclarenville and also margaret river and the tax breaks slash incentives that those locals get in italy and france and germany and australia to produce and then export their wine is not even in comparison to the lack of funding and support that we get it's here in Niagara. People don't understand, and I think they look at a lot of the facilities and think, yeah, you know, I can get a bottle of wine from Argentina for less than a bottle that's coming from down the road, uh, and I just don't want to support these lavish lives. <laughs> There's nice facilities, but they have to be nice because nobody's going to go to a, you know. POS. But the, the, exactly, POS. You can spell that out yourself. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, the tax that they pay is yeah. unbelievable, and I don't think there's another industry that would would allow that to happen. I, they're growing, and they're becoming more cohesive, and I think you're going to see that there's a bit of a revolt. So what has happened over the years in, in previous um, is that it's – so the prime example when Australia, Yellowtail, and it was really yeah. big, right? Wolf Blast. Yeah. Um, basically, I've been to Wolf Blast. I've seen how it's made. It's a concrete jungle, and basically all it is is just tanks upon tanks upon tanks upon Cranking tanks. It out. It's like the Coca-Cola facility is yeah. pretty much what it is. And so, but their marketing is superb, and they go to market when they export. It's Australia first, region second, winery third whereas in niagara we were so used to fighting amongst each other just to survive so i will say just this to survive but that has now changed i will say this it, coming in because the other thing that's true is we came into the industry completely green and uh in the industry you know is trying to survive and grow and prosper and then you got these couple of guys who don't know anything and now we're gonna they're gonna represent us on tv mm -hmm. um but as we got talking and we executed five episodes, people love it. Um, and we're finding that wineries in Niagara aren't fighting wineries in Niagara. They embrace each other. Now. Because they understand is, yeah. that right now the battle is to, to grow the pie. Right. And let's work together. Yeah. Not, so grow, not together. grow my slice of the pie. Exactly. Because it's kind of like how restaurants, when you talk to a restaurateur, when another restaurant's opening up across yeah. the street, they're like, bring it on that brings more people are coming here and yeah, i know yeah. my food's better than that guys but hey yeah. if that gives people down to this side of the the, the neighborhood then and better is subjective because better on exactly. a tuesday sure. is maybe not as appealing on a saturday and same with the wineries i mean we'll go to uh henry appellum and they'll send you to flat rock cellars you know to try something that they've got there they embrace that yeah. um because if you're drinking vqa Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, I mean, these guys are, 
the amount of people employed by the wine industry. So when you, you're in the, the LCBO, we'd like to do an episode just on how to buy wine uh, because it's complex. You go into the LCBO, some of the bigger places, and you can buy for $9, $10 a bottle of red wine that comes from, like I said, Chile or Argentina. And then uh, cheap VQA wine is $15.95 to $20.95. And people kind of wonder how that is. Well, your neighbor is, you know, or the guy down the road is employed. He has to, you know, pay at his four, taxes. Fifth, 14 $15 well, an hour minimum yeah, wage. Like these I, are, I think it's the tax component. That so here, I'll, tax I'll, because component. We're, not we're, I'm not a wine drinker, but if I was a consumer, I would look and I'd say, well, why the hell do I pay more for a bottle that's... It's the tax. It's yeah, the tax. So in the yeah, overhead. To, to put, to put yeah. it into perspective, because I, I had my import license back in 2010, 9 and 10, and tried to import... Um, from Friuli uh, up in Veneto, up in northeastern region of Italy. And um, he could land it to me, uh, including my commission that I would get, $2 euro a bottle. $2 euro a bottle. So what is that now, like four Canadian? Uh, it, at the time, more. it would have been about three, three and a quarter dollars with, with the exchange at the time. It was three dollars. Oh, it was $1.57 a couple weeks ago for euros. So you're three. Yeah, oh, three, okay. three, three ten, we'll three call ten. it. Yeah, so it was what it was. So then I would, I got so a, I got pounds. an Excel sheet from the LCBO at the time. Pound is Now, uh, taxes have not come down, but I would then turn around and go, okay, here's my $3.25. As an importer, I'd get... 20 points on the $3.25. They would then take that and go, okay, thank you very much. And then that $3.25 bottle would end up being $11.95 retail at the LCBO. And that's what they take. And that's what they take between all the taxes and duties and all that kind of stuff and the import fees. So when you see a $23.95 um, uh um, whatchamacallit, bottle, bottle, VQA yeah. bottle, you're looking at around, that would have had to have landed in around $7 a bottle. But keep in mind, that spread all goes to the LCBO. Yeah. The $7 is what the winery takes, and then they have to piece off their well, labor and, and, and the taxes they owe to the government as well. They're paying the LCBO when you buy it out of their shops. Yes, too. that's the other it's thing. A, it's a reduced rate, but you're, they're still paying. Yeah, you cannot. So if they sell it for $23, it's, it's the law. Yeah. If you have a contract with the LCBO and you're a VQA and it sells for twenty three ninety five at the LCBO, it has to sell for twenty three ninety five at the seller door. And if you don't? Oh, they can, they'll, then they'll, they'll, they'll pull it. They'll pull yeah, it. crucify you. Yeah. They'll pull it. So it, it, it's... A lot of people are extremely ignorant, and which is why I'm really glad that you guys did the show that you did, because it is funny. You can laugh at you two, but really, you're laughing at yourself going, I didn't we're know just, that yeah, either. We're just being real, genuine guys. Just we're cool, guys that down-to-earth can, dudes. You just want to have a We used to be. <laughs> That's all you want to know. Just chilling, right? Yeah. yeah. Looking to become small yeah. yeas. Eh? We used well, to be yeah, really cut, six-pack abs, yeah. stuff like that, but we filled out just no, you for let the roles. Go yeah. For the role. mm-hmm. yeah, you let yeah. yourself go for the role. We did we'll that. get into right. it, right? I, I think a bad thing, though, about wine is a lot of people think they're snobs that drink wine and all that, and what you're bringing to it is you don't have to be Well, and here's the thing. So my wife will accuse me of being a wine snob now okay. and, <laughs> and I do really enjoy wine but things like the slurping the swirling mm-hmm. they do that not to be I don't do that yeah, to be snobby I do that when I'm by myself drinking wine which is often yeah, um, right? and uh, yeah, yeah it just 
it enhances it. But if you don't know what it is, you look at someone doing that and you think, right, okay. But it does enhance it. And so we'd like to have viewers watch the show and then see that, oh, okay. Uh, There's yeah, a reason slurping, for it. Right? Does it? Yeah, it changes, you know, it, it, it brings the wine in and it includes a whole oral factory. And uh, like we were at Featherstone and he said, you go for wine tastings, but really you're going for wine smellings. Yeah. That's right. really what you're doing. Yeah, I lived in Asia for a while, and the only thing people thought about Niagara wines was ice wine. They yeah, that's like all that they made over here because of the climate and all that. And I said, like, no, no, we have you know we have some good. We have great wine ice here, wine. You know? Well, so we deal with Pilatary, and we're doing an ice wine episode, and yeah, he moves cool. the lion's share of his ice wine into into the Chinese market. You gonna they pick your it. grapes at night and all that? We did that in January. <laughs> Freaking cool. Yeah, we <laughs> shot from 11 p.m. to 9:30 a.m. Wow. It was minus nine out, and it was yeah. not glamorous. And they make all. a bulk of money on sending to Asia, right? All that <laughs> <stuff. Yeah. laughs> so they, uh, pardon me. They make a bulk of their money sending out to Asia. Oh yeah, Japan yeah. Charlie went to it. to China for a couple of years, um, and so they uh, they're excited to have the episode about their ice wine uh, translated and and broadcast in China, which we can right. do. The other thing that's neat about the show is we own the show. And Bell licenses it from us. So okay, explain that. What, what the heck does that mean to a, a lame um, person? So if Bell makes the show, Bell owns the show, and they pay us to do the show. But when we're done doing the show, they own it. It's, and it's your copyright. So we can take the show and shop it to Netflix. We can put it on Amazon. We can put it on Prime. Uh, yeah. So we can we can shop it internationally. So we can license it to New Zealand, Australia, Great Britain. We can dub it uh, for the European market. Um, and we can play it in China, we could do it in Japan, we could do it wherever we want. And you you know, a little bit of licensing fees all over the world adds up. And because it's not a huge money-making endeavor to produce a TV show. <laughs> um, so you're meaning I'm not, I'm not getting your wealth yet? You're, no, you're not yet. Un, 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 but once we start licensing 2050, it. 2050, Brandon. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking forward to tagging. Yeah, my, nice. my kids are looking forward <laughs> to that, let me tell you. They're going to be sitting pretty. Well, I would go back to your office and hold your breath because it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, it's, it's the licensing will be great. We just want the show to be seen. We want Niagara to be a viable place to shoot television. We're so diverse. There's a lot of debate right now about, you know, uh, levels of government and, and, you know, making it more cohesive, making one government. Um, I would like to see a more cohesive message and a more cohesive drive across Niagara to develop certain industries. So we work closely with places like Innovate Niagara, we're working with the city, we're working with the region, so that whatever messaging they're putting out in ECDEV and tourism, we're trying to complement that. We're not trying to do something that's a little bit off. And so you've got all these different messages and then people in the outside world, what's currently happening is like we, we legitimately sent one of our producers to California and talked to a Netflix producer and the reaction was, just do it in Napa. Who cares about Niagara? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, right. nobody's going to care about Niagara until Niagara gets cares together Niagara. and we yeah, care 100%. about it. And Which we is actually, it. An epi- you, you actually missed uh, Brandy Henderson's episode who who was uh, one of the uh, of Reveal uh, Yeah, magazine. I was slipping through that, yeah. Well, and basically, you know, Niagara only the has an average growing. of 1.2 hotel nights versus uh, stay versus, on average, versus uh, um, uh, Vegas, which when you compare what I said on that episode, what we have to offer 
Oh, like, it's incredible. Like, like, Vegas has a lot to offer, and Vegas is a lot of fun. But Vegas has over three nights hotel stay. Like, you go there, and you're there for th three nights. Yeah, average. so what we're trying to do is uh, convert uh, the stats. Right now, we get, on average, 14 million tourists uh, a year. Right. And that's 2017 number, so I don't know what the 2018 is. Yeah, not that far off. But yeah. only 1.3 million are considered wine tourists. Mm -hmm. And we need to convert that number. They're here already. They're at the casino. Yeah. And let's make going to a winery something that's really approachable. Well, and, and that's the thing. They come in for the night, yeah. and they stay, and then they leave because because you have Niagara Falls that's only marketing to them, and they don't care because they just, like, thank you very much, well, and, the and then they leave. Whereas it's it, it should be Niagara, like, with one economic development department, one messaging, one branding, one, 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 so one Niagara. Um, but honestly, though, no, and, and we're being, uh, There's a good ring to that. There yeah. should be one Niagara now. I don't know. That would be... But anyway... Well, yeah, that sounds um, good. But the thing is, is that it, it's like when you go to Disney, this is a prime example, mm. they do a, an amazing job at taking every single red cent out of your pocket at every bloody opportunity. <laughs> I don't know how it and, happened. And, and, make, and, and make you feel four, good about it. Four they mortgages you, later. Yeah, I don't they know make you feel phenomenal about it. Do you want this? Yeah, I want that. Do you want this $15 drink? Yeah, yeah, I'll take that $15 drink. How as hell they got these free yeah, things, right? All of their divisions, every single one of their divisions works at making sure that you go to the other division. And, and so to, the, to your point, Ralph, is basically, okay, Niagara Falls, okay, you got them for one night at the casino. All right, send them down to Niagara on the Lake or send them to Beamsville or, or send them to somewhere else, the but they don't. Yeah, St. Catharines is right. I mean, it's the economic uh, capital of Niagara. Right. Um, but we've got some great hotels, and when you think wine tours, a lot of people, you know, like I like to see more people staying at the Natopolis, you know, families' hotels, and you can hit Niagara on the Lake and and 20 Valley in the same day. And right. then and then go have dinner downtown St. Catharines on St. Paul Street. Right. Like, and go see a play. Yeah, so it's not just Niagara Lake, it's not just Beamsville, it's all of it. And it, and we can't just have a push for St. Catharines or just, no. we need to just tie it, in together. tie it all together. And I don't know much about this Reveal magazine, but I'm flipping through That's it and I'm awesome. very curious. Yeah, I would like she, to. It's an education in Niagara, it's cool. Yeah, they do a really the, great the, job. The tourist, uh, so is this slant to it, right? So. I would like to. Uh, well, no, sports wise, you got Niagara River Lions, you got yeah, Well and Jackfish came back, yeah. you got the Ice Dogs, you know? Like, start supporting each other. Go see that, go see that, go see that. And we've got great facilities. Well, and uh, now we're investing in the, the, the games. Yep, Canada so. 2021 games to all yeah. our listeners. Just Canada tomorrow, I'm doing, a, I'm doing a fireside chat with Bruce Croxon. He went to Ridley College. He's in town mm -hmm. uh, doing a keynote uh, speech at uh, an event at White Oaks. And then we're doing a fireside chat after with a whole bunch of local business people. So, st I mean, people are – Niagara is not as backwoods as – You can you feel the momentum growing. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. new things coming up. Yeah, but it's our generation that's doing it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. our generation that's taking that's it over and, it's, it and social media because we're sitting here going, like, I, I, I had – Friends in Niagara Falls, Welland, Thorold, Grimsby. Like, I just don't care. Like, uh, I mean, for crying out loud, Jacqueline drove in from Guelph. I mean, her oh, boss is an no. absolute slave driver. But anyway, <laughs> like, I mean, like, I can't even get over that, Trevor. But, um, but honestly, though, like, we don't, Me. we don't see, we don't see boundaries. We just don't see it. Like, it's just like, yeah, go, go, go down that and talk to that person because a high tide raises all ships.
mm-hmm. right? So if these people are coming in for the casino, that's amazing because that was their number one they, focus. But hey, yeah. come to the wineries or there catch a game. So, you yeah. would have to go to seven different states to do the what stuff you that you can do in Absolutely. Niagara on a given day. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Well, it's changing the way people are taking media in, so your show makes more sense because it's on demand, right? So you Well, and that's what we wanna want to do. If, if We want people to watch the show, learn something about wine, and also, if you're sitting in Peterborough, uh, to go, you know, instead of going to Muskoka uh, or going to Thousand Islands, like, Niagara is a place that go. to Long Beach. Go. So... What, um, all right, so if I don't have Bell, and I've cut well, the cord, yeah, so right Don't now it. it's only, <laughs> it's available to, to Bell subscribers. Uh, we're also making it available uh, for rent on Vimeo Pro, and we've got a couple other things in the works. Part of the issue is um, we have five episodes in the can. We're shooting 10 more, which will give us a basket of 10 or 15 episodes. Yeah, 10 and 5, yep. Uh, so we went and shopped it. We got <laughs> great reaction. I'm math. Pro, math like, yeah, like real wicked You're good. I'm just, math. I'm just super smart. I am. And, uh, yeah. SMRT. So SMRT. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, people said we like it. We need more than five. Yeah, and, makes sense. And the other thing that's true is we wanted to maintain control. You know, we don't want uh, someone else to produce it. We want to produce it. We want to be able to control the messaging, because it is a Niagara piece, and we would like to see. You know, maybe in future we get Netflix to, to produce uh, another concept we're working on, and but we can shoot it here. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. No, not here. And not <laughs> right here, so literal. Do you want to? Do you want to? Maybe, maybe six thirty-seven Niagara Street, St. Catharines. We're willing to license our episodes too to help you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned yeah. that earlier. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. professional huh. insight podcast. Uh, no, I like this concept is great too. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how we have uh, this. And Pat. And Pat. Three? Three people? Part of what we have, I think, is a Canadian identity thing. And in Niagara, it's compounded. We have this. If a restaurant is reviewed in Toronto Life magazine, it means so much more than if it's revealed in a, in a Niagara-based magazine. We seem to believe that if, if we get yeah. validation from the other side of the lake, that means we're really yeah. doing something good, and we got to cut that out. Right. Not that they're bad, but we are. We have the, the capacity. There yeah. is there is a a, a little brother f- phenomenon happening. It's just because we're divided. They're so divided. And then on top of that, that's to your point. That's also compounded because right across the Niagara River is uh, New York State. Yeah. So which is a massive, massive. So we get so much media from there um, that we just get. Oh, we're not even close to that. But when you go around to all the restaurants and and the, the wineries, the winery restaurants are some of my favorite because oh, you get to drink and you yep. get to eat uh, all, all in that one. And it looks nice. Well, it's it educated so Americans. They all think we're Letter Kenny here, right? So it's, yeah. it's a little bit different. Get her patter, let's get at her. Let's get at her. Get that. <laughs> the uh, Letter Kenny producer yeah. uh, from St. Catharines. Yeah, from St. Catharines. Yeah. 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 So, and uh, Bad Blood, he's a producer on that show as well. Um, and that's kind of what we're talking about. He's a great guy. Uh, Mark, if you're listening to this, uh, no disrespect. He went to Toronto to do what he loves to do because that's where he could do But at do that it. time, you had to. You had to. You're and right. you still kind of do. Right. I have kids and, and real estate here in St. Catharines, and I would like to be able to work where I live. And yep. so that was kind of the genesis of the show. And hopefully, uh, Pat and I can create a a media empire. Yeah. It's a good yeah. tagline too, work where you live. I like that. 
No, I, I, mean, I don't want to move out of Niagara and I live working oh, in Arizona. I, no, I, before I, this project, I, I, I was... handle going to Toronto and living there. No. Before oh. this project, I was yeah. working in Florida. So I would go a month down, come back for a month, go down for a month. It, it just, I mean, it sounds great in February, mm-hmm. but it just sucks after a while. Well, it was kind of funny. My, my buddy, actually born and raised in Niagara, uh, he um, lived in Burlington. And, you know, bought a couple houses in Burlington, uh, timing it right. But, I mean, it was just getting astronomical to the, the housing prices. Mm-hmm. And so he sold and, and bought a home on the lake in Grimsby. That's, that, that was, that's what was he, he was able to do yeah. uh, from going from Burlington to here. And he used to always bust my chops about uh, the beard. I always had a beard, right? You guys all have the beard except for Bondo. Well, a little bit of a stubble. I shaved this morning. Yeah, but it was kind of Mine funny. Was solid white yeah. to get rid of. But it was it was it was hilarious. And he's like, "Why don't you shave?" And I'm like, "It's called the Niagara beard. We don't we don't, don't do have it." To. Literally within a week of him moving down here, he now has a permanent beard. Yeah. It's hilarious. Congratulations, I'm, buddy. Congratulations, John uh, Chamberlain. Congratulations. Um, but yeah, welcome to the Niagara beard. But, but it's the laid back, easygoing. Uh, shave every five is. days instead of every day. It yeah, is. Exactly. I love living here. There's a magic too, especially Curry, like with all the charitable stuff. Yeah. That just doesn't happen in other municipalities and other groups with the the wise guys and the community cares. Like the quality of the events that everyone comes together to put together for charitable stuff. Yeah. Is better than some of the professional events in other municipalities that are paid. Well, I think that it because it happens so often in Toronto. I mean, I remember taking uh, clients up to like a Raps game or a Leafs game and you'd split the box with or split seats with another yeah. a set of people and the amount of time that people from Toronto would arrive late not arrive at all cancel yeah. at the last minute and everyone in Niagara is like oh my god I get to go to a, a Toronto a game or a yeah. Leafs game or whatever or a Buffalo game it didn't matter yeah. we were, were just so appreciative and to, like whereas maybe your your point Pat is that we we have very when we do do an event, we do it well, and everybody comes together for it because it can make such a big impact. Where in Toronto, it's like, a, man, oh, you raised mm. ten grand. It's like, mm. whereas hey, it's like here you raised, oh wow, you raised ten thousand dollars. That's awesome. That, and the ice dogs <laughs> games, to my mind, I mean, I prefer going to an ice yes. dogs game than going to uh, what's it called? NHL? ACC. What's it called now? Scotiabank Convention. Yeah. Uh, Arena. Arena. The big yeah. five arena. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I prefer to go see it at the Meridian Center, and I, I love it there. You got five thousand people, twenty five hundred of them you kind of know. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, the best thing about Meridian Center concert there, as opposed oh, to going to yeah. Toronto, oh, like six thousand people there. The acoustics yeah. are perfect. Oh, it's great, and You're I live downtown St. Catharines, so I can walk. Yeah, I can walk to the Nice Dogs game, walk home. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the best place to watch a show. Even yeah, the Performing Arts Center. <laughs> yeah, the Performing Arts Center does some really nice small shows. They had the yeah, Trues there, it was dynamite, yeah. dynamite. Yeah. I don't even want to go to Toronto to watch a concert anymore. Well, I, I worked in Toronto. I did my articles in Toronto, yeah. down, right downtown. And I'm a small-town kid, so, I mean, to go to a Raptors game or any kind of live it's performance, it's a big deal. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Right? Oh, like, I mean, parking, absolutely. I mean, we get there. nice platinum seats, right? Like, you know, so... Like, well, you're a lawyer, so... All right, it doesn't sound that bad anymore. <laughs> I'm sitting there by myself. Yeah. Until the last three minutes of the game, and then the partner walks in with the BMW client or who, you know whoever it sits was down, yeah. sits down, and I'm looking at these guys. Like, they were at the bar for a while. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 
Right? Like you, you got you these kidding me? I could have sold these seats. <laughs> I got these amazing. You got these amazing seats, and and you're showing up for three minutes of the game. Well, it's like right? the Toronto like, Maple Leaf game. You go to Toronto, watch a game brutal. versus Buffalo. Buffalo's rowdy. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. People are gassed yeah. in Toronto. Just yeah, Buffalo are great. Right? Checking their yeah. blackberries. It's crazy. Yeah. So I don't. Uh, I, I go to Toronto when I need to, but I really like seeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the Sky Dome and the CN Tower from across the lake. Yeah, I love it on a clear day. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, not to beat up on Toronto. I mean, I like to visit Toronto. They've got different things there as well. But I mean, it's congested. It's very congested. Yeah. And I mean, for a lot of things, would I want rather watch a Leaf game than a Ice Dogs game? Absolutely. But you factor me going down into Toronto? No. Oh, that's I'll take the ice dogs. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. Ten times out of ten. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you can fit it into your day easy. It's not a massive investment. It's great. You see people you know, um, and you go to a local bar and have a pint after. Yeah, absolutely. You guys should get corkscrews that say corkscrewed on it. We, there's oh, a lot of fun stuff That's in the works. Done. <laughs> yeah. Can't do this. Mic drop. You can go to, go to our sponsor, Brand Boulevard, and then get that branded. We are working with, uh, so Winefest is going to be big for Corkscrew this year because we're working with the city sure. and Winefest, and, and Brock University has Covey. You guys are familiar with Covey. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't realize it up until we started the That's show. That's another thing that we didn't even know was right under Cubby our Cubby is world-class, like the premier wine school in, in Canada, mm-hmm. and what they do with the industry, it's unbelievable. And it just, it's Brock University. If you can walk and talk, you can go to Brock. Well, no. No. <laughs> Brock is cutting-edge yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and Cubby is great stuff. You guys done Grape and Wine Festival yet? Well, so this is what I'm getting to. So this Can't year remember. at Grape and Wine. <laughs> <laughs> that's Grape and Wine right there. <laughs> well, this year we want to do a little bit more with Grape and Wine. We want to go to the park and we want to focus a little bit more on the food and, and have you guys... Think about what you're drinking and what you're eating with it. Like, it, there's some strategy there to what they they serve, mm-hmm. um, sure. because it's it all complements it's all each pairing, other. Yeah. So we'd like to talk about that, be on the stage, maybe introduce some of the chefs while we introduce the the bands, um, and just make it a little bit more integrated. We want to be in the parade. We want to shoot uh, in the park, uh, and then that sa- that second Saturday night, it's going to be a concert. Uh, it's going to be a party. Yeah. So. We'll be there 12 hours a day for all the days that the park is open. Well, we would love to have you back. Um, so if you guys want to come back, I mean, you guys didn't uh, disgrace yourself on this one. This is perfect. No, no f bombs. Much. No, we, much. Yeah, no, we've been we, doing. Like, we set the bar really low, though. That's I mean, true, like it was, true. you know. No, we this did. is great. It's a nice round table. We've been doing a lot of radio, and we're about to to go do a lot more. Um, and uh, it's a lot of fun. But this is, you know, for a ragtag bunch of guys it's a nice i want to watch the show now i gotta go and watch it you gotta watch it well you do and we we're integrating some you can rent episodes or the whole season on our website which is www.corkscrewtv.com so again that's www.corkscrewtv.com all right but yeah go go to our website or follow us on instagram uh for updates and when it hits other platforms uh our followers will be the first to know perfect check it out get informed Right? Yeah, and well, keep this up. This is, we are learning a lot about uh, business in Niagara too. And I sat in uh, when Holly was here for for that, and uh, love the dialogue. And there's a lot of stuff I don't know, and you don't know what you don't know. No, 
Until you, that's why we get told what you don't know. Until in. Brandon tells you what you don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> then there's Brandon on my You feel good about yourself. <laughs> well, thanks for having us, guys. No, thanks yeah, for having us. Thanks for coming thanks in. in. All right. Uh, thanks very much, everyone. And Trevor, we're everywhere. So, we're everywhere. So uh, <laughs> help us no, help you. Help us help you stay informed. Thanks very much. <laughs> Bye, guys. Out. Oh, that's velvet. <laughs> I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.